Hey, you found us. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast. I'm Ben Glickson with my tag team partner, Matt Story. And and there's going to be a lot of wrestling talk. So if you're not into right. that, when the basketball talk ends, you turn it off. That's fine. Thank yep. you. Yep. We appreciate you. We'll see you but later. But I will say, since my mom has recently returned to listening to us on a regular basis, and she's also now watching wrestling, she'll keep it on. Oh, good. So she's listening. She's going to be anxious because she watched Night of Champions with me yesterday. Ah. So she's, she's ready to discuss. Okay. Well, you, then, Mrs. Story, you hang on. Everybody yes, else. Yeah, she'll hang gonna... on. She'll probably fast forward through the basketball talk yeah. to listen to the wrestling talk. Um, but let's start with the Eastern Conference Finals where Miami went up 3-0. Boston came storming back to tie the series at 3 and uh, listen, if you're a hater, we are going to get a huge win here because either a team's going to blow a 3-0 lead or a team's going to come back from down that much just to lose at home. Just to lose at home game seven. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, I, I, I've thought for years that, like, eventually somebody's going to win four in a row. They're going to come back from 3-0 down. And, you know, this is, and they haven't done it yet, but this is sort of the, formula the, the scenario that it makes the most sense you get first of all the higher seeded team that's 3-0 down so you get game five and seven at home you know you have that that ultimate carrot of game seven um and it, and you know like the team that was clearly the better team over the course of the season yeah. uh and that's what made the 3-0 deficit kind of and especially game three which was such a beat down like man have they just if they just quit that's that's how it felt like you know they were ready to go on vacation um, and yeah, they, they, you know, they won game four and then they won game five easy. And then last night was, a was a barn burner, uh, you know, wild back and forth at the end with the, with a tip in with, you know, barely what one tenth of a second left on the clock when the ball left his hand. Yeah. I, that was incredible. And, you know, I saw the videos of like Celtics fans celebrating, uh, you know, when they took the lead and it's like, Oh, yeah. this is it. And they thought they won it. And. Yeah, man. Yeah, a a classic game. It was. It was. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, the Celtics controlled it for the most part. It was never a big lead, but it always felt like they had them at arm's length and had a ten point lead. I think with you know four minutes to go, and uh, you know at that point you're thinking like just you know a couple of buckets, a couple of stops, you're good. And and you know they they didn't get those couple of buckets. They missed a couple of throws. And then the, the foul on the three, which was, you know, probably the right call. I think there might have been a travel slash double dribble before the, the foul on the three-point shot attempt. Um, but, you know, that's a call that's not made in regular time usually and, and certainly not at that point. Um, but, yeah, I mean, a great, a great play by Derek White, who, you know, selfishly I'll point out, former Spur, uh, heady play to go, go to the basket, get that chip in. Uh, and, and, you know, can't wait for tomorrow's game. It should be fun. Yeah. Um, it's fascinating, right? Because Jimmy Butler has done pretty much everything possible except for win it, you know, like win it with teammates, you know? Right. right. And I'm curious if they'll get there. You know, it will like. It seems to me like it's he still looks around like he can't 
believe it's all on him. Like he's and yeah. maybe I'm maybe I'm yeah. misreading what that smiling and the you know like maybe he's just really just having that much fun. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I mean he's an interesting character in the in the basketball realm because he he's had these unbelievable postseason performances, but he's you know, he's not a great player night in and night out. Like I don't think you I don't know how many times he's been an all star, probably not that many. Um, you know, he's not LeBron, he's not Durant, he's not Giannis, he, you know, he's not an MVP level player. Um, I saw somebody compared it, this was a few days ago when they had the big series lead, you know, that he's like the Joe Flacco of, of the NBA. And it was, it was the comparison that hit home with me of like, yeah, guy who like in the regular season, you're like, ah, this guy ain't really that great, but man, you don't, you don't want to be going against him in the playoffs. It feels like, yeah, but he hasn't been great the last few games. That, that can't be, I mean, last night I think he was four for 21 from the field or something like that. Yeah. Now he, he made a big three late, and then he made all three free throws. Got it, you know. Give him credit, because a lot of pressure in that scenario. Uh, and he stepped right up and drained all three, and, and no doubters. They didn't bounce around the rim. They didn't get a, you know, like it was it was just right down the middle of the net for all three. Um, so he's, you know, you would think that Boston is a pretty significant favorite tomorrow. And yet there is that sort of Jimmy Butler factor. It's like, man, if he has one of those games, they could win. It wouldn't totally surprise me. Yeah. I I agree. So you've got main event Jimmy Butler. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I see where you're going with this, I think. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, yeah, you do. And, and. You know what's what's your what's your prediction? Does Boston complete I, the comeback? I think Boston completes the comeback. I think that they I are do too. they are yeah. just too good of a team. Like it was one thing when it was like, wow, can they really win four straight? But right. now it's like, can they win this one at home? Yeah, one at home exactly. And they just, I mean, now the, the character of Miami is different than Philly. But yeah, they just won a home game seven in a in a drubbing two weeks ago. Um, now again, I, you know, I'll, I'll take an Eric Spolstra coach team over Doc Rivers coach team in a road game seven anytime. Uh, but still I, you know, like game seven in Boston is, is tough. I, I can't remember very many game sevens in Boston where the road team won. Cleveland did it in 2018. I remember that with LeBron. Um, that might be the only one I remember in my lifetime at least. Yeah, look, it's it's hard to win on the road in Game 7 because the reason you have home court advantage in Game 7 is you were the better team all year. You're the better team, exactly, yeah. So, and I just think Boston is is the more talented team. Uh, you know, I think that's a probably not controversial statement to make. Um, are they the better team? I mean, you know, if you fall down 3-0, are you really the better team? I guess is the question, but... Then the fact they've won three in a row now sort of validates that feeling that like this. I mean, even when they lost the first two at home, I thought like, well, boy, I still kind of think they'll win this series. And then when they got blown out game three, that was my point where I'm like, well, okay, they're not, they're done. Um, but uh, apparently, as soon as they convinced me they were done, they've they've turned it on. Yeah, no, it's um, it's a fascinating circumstance you know, that they were able to manage a comeback here. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and I mean, gosh, you, you can't, you know, the history of Boston sports, I don't know about you, but I've had, I've had flashbacks through this to the 2004 ALCS down three Oh blown out in game three. 
uh, you know, different setting, different home and world and all that, and, you know, but, but I remember, I remember you and I watching game three of that ALCS and I think it was like 19 to eight or something was the final. I was like, Oh, the Yankees are headed back to the world series. Boston, you know, blows it again. And then they just clawed their way back. And, you know, so it, it, uh, I'm sure Boston fans who never lack for arrogance are probably, uh, you know, ready to add this to another reason to be arrogant. Yeah. Yeah, I I then question whether the Nuggets will, you know, have anything play the, to play the role of the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, and I don't think they will. I still feel like the Nuggets are going to win the whole thing, um, mm-hmm. but it, it will be an interesting game one when you have a scenario where the Nuggets will have had what ten days off, something like that, and and the other team will have two days off. Um, you know, yeah. that's a prime recipe for the Nuggets to come out rusty and drop that game one at home. Happens a lot. But won't it be the altitude and the fatigue and the, you know. I mean, you think. Now, I guess, you know what, I say that, and if Boston wins, doesn't Boston have home court? Then they have a better record? Yes. I, I think just barely. So I say, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm we both just, just assume the heat this whole time. Giving so home we... court to the Nuggets because they were the number one seed, but I think, and I'm going to look, I think Boston had a better record. Boston was 57 and 25. Denver was 53 and 29. So yeah, Boston would have home court in game one. So that even more so feels like a tough recipe for Denver. You've had all these days off, and then you go on the road for game one, uh, but then you you know. You don't lose your home court yet. Like I, I still think Denver wins the series once they get back in rhythm, which I think they will. And that it feels like the gentleman sweep, you know, could be a, the, uh, a five the Lakers Sixers back in the day when when they stunned them in Game One, and then the Lakers won the next four. Yeah, the the famous Allen Iverson step over over Ty Lue at Game One, mm-hmm. and then the next four were pretty easy so yeah that that kind of and that was a similar scenario i believe almost exactly the lakers i think the lakers were 12 and 0 in the playoffs or 11 and 0 back then only had to win three in the first round swept through and i think the sixers had to win a seven gamer in the conference finals uh that was when if i if my memory's correct that was when vince carter i think it was vince carter went back to north carolina for like his graduation ceremony between games Mm -hmm. took a lot of heat for that yeah. And then they lost game seven in Philly. So kind of feels like a similar scenario where like that first game is, is the chance to, to, you know, steal one from Denver. And then, yeah, it feels, I just think, you know, man, Jokic and Murray are playing so well and they just, the, you know, they were the best team in the West and then they kind of cruised at the end. They, they let their record look worse than it should have been. Probably they just feel like the team to beat right now. Yeah. Well, and Jokic is just, been a walking triple double all playoffs long. He has, he has, yeah. yeah, yeah. And who who defends him on Boston? I mean, I know Boston's got a lot of like good perimeter defenders, but and you're asking they, a lot of Al Horford. A lot of Al Horford, yeah. Which you know, like yeah, he's he's still a solid player. He had a great block last night, a, a huge one. Uh, but you know, it's like man, I I'll take Jokic to put up big numbers in that series, and probably do the same against if it's Miami because I you know 
Adebayo is a good good defender, but still, like, I'm not sure there is a guy who can defend Jokic right now the way he's playing. Oh yeah, and Anthony Davis is is known as one of the one of the best you know big man defenders in the league, and they didn't slow him down at all. Yeah, it's I mean it's funny like the the quote from Malone about the Rui Hachimura thing, right? Yeah, right. it's like uh, they think they found something. They they think that we haven't seen this exactly. You know? Yeah, well, Denver is certainly leaning in strongly to the nobody respects us, nobody cares, and and I mean they have some legitimate points. Like you know the series, the Western Conference Finals, a lot of the attention was more on the Lakers. Uh, it continues to be, even though the series is over, um, it, you know. But it, and especially if Boston does complete it, they'll be able to continue to play that card of like, oh, nobody believes. You know, Boston's the Boston's the fairy tale team. They're going to win it all, right? Well, we'll just we'll just do what we can. Uh, if it's Miami, they're going to have a harder time playing that card because they'll be the, the heavy favorite over Miami. I would think. Yeah, I would suspect. But yeah, they're they're enjoying that role. I feel like, and it, you know. When you have somebody like Chris Mannix go on the radio and say, you know, Denver's just not an interesting team, like that plays into that. They're getting legitimate fuel for that fire. Yeah, it will be interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's pivot now. We've been going for a handful of minutes. Let's yes. Let's pivot now to Night of Champions, and you know. Look, the early afternoon, late morning Saudi show. Yep. You got one title change? Am I right? It was just well, Bianca dropping to Austin. One title change and then one new title handed yeah. out, I guess. Um, it, with yeah. The, but yeah, title change. Yeah, it was a little, you know, Night of Champions in the past has had the, every title's on the line, and of course the universal slash WWE title were not, nor was the U.S. title. Um, but, you know, it was still a really good show, i got to say, like, and we'll, we'll get into the particulars, but, man, they've had five pay-per-view events or premium live events, as they call them now, in this, this calendar year, and not one has failed to deliver a really good show. Yeah, they've really, even, you know, both nights of WrestleMania were good, yeah, you night know, one was unbelievably good. Night two was a step down, but still really good. Right, but you had to do it in that order. Yes, like, yes. Because, uh, frankly, night one was the better story and the feel-good moment. Exactly, exactly, yeah. And, I, I mean, night two just, the undercard matches weren't as good either, but it was still a good a good night. But if you take it the whole, the whole show, I would say, you know, great show. Backlash, which, I mean, we never really talked about Backlash after the fact. We talked about it on the day of, and I expressed sort of a, like, eh, it'll probably be all right. Man, it was a really good show. Like, you know, the crowd was super, super hot. Um, the Bad Bunny match really delivered. Probably should have been the main event. Uh, it, you know, wasn't, like, the greatest pay-per-view, but was was really good in large part because of a great crowd. Yeah. the uh, nowhere There was nowhere to go in the after the Bad Bunny match. And that that's exactly. why it should have made it, it have as you and I texted match. about. The crowd was so hot for it. Um, But look, this one was good. So they opened with uh, AJ and Seth for the new heavyweight title. Um, so I, I 
world heavyweight title, I think. World heavyweight title, I believe, is what they're referring to it. Yeah, even though it's not uh, a continuation of the old world heavyweight title. But it also looks like record it. record books, apparently. But it also but yes, looks, looks like it, feels like it. Isn't quite that, I guess. Um, you know, I, I thought that match was surprisingly good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, those two guys always put on show. They um, can, I mean? they always can go, but they gave them the space to do it. They did. They did. You know, yeah, t- yeah. Probably at the expense of Natty's match, which we'll talk about. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I mean, it was, it was. I think it was the predictable ending and the right ending. Uh, you know, I think we've we've discussed this. Like sometimes going with the predictable is the right thing to do. Rollins getting this belt was sort of the presumption when they first announced it. It stayed that way, and it's the right way to go. But but yeah, putting him against Styles for twenty plus minutes is is you know pretty easy formula for entertainment. Well, and a nice welcome back, AJ Styles too. Exactly. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, two guys who just know how to know how to work a good match. I mean, Rollins had a good match against Omos last month. Yeah. And Omos is not anybody's idea of a, you know, great technical worker. Um, you know, getting better, to his credit, he is getting better, but it's, you know, he's, he's hurt angle, he's not, and he never will be. Um, you know, but Rollins can pull a good match out of anybody. Styles can too. So when you put them against each other, it's going to be good. Like, if you give them enough time, it's going to be good. And, and you're right. They, they certainly gave them enough time. And the crowd was into it. I mean, it was a good crowd. I don't, you know, I'll say up front, I think you probably agree. I don't like the shows in Saudi Arabia. Uh, I think we must acknowledge it is all about cashing a fat check and that's it. Yeah. Um, but credit where it's due, they were a good crowd and they had some really big moments last night or yeah. afternoon for us. Yeah. It, I. <laughs> They're wrestling fans. The the yeah. my my issues, concerns, problems are are not with them being good wrestling fans. It's, exactly, and they're getting better. Like the, the original shows they had over there four or five years ago, they felt soulless. Well, like, they and really, they were you like, couldn't uh, bring you couldn't bring women, right? You know, right. you and it just felt like nothing but a we're here to cash a check. Like they didn't they didn't really have like big storyline points what was more just a like like, we're gonna get we're gonna get a lot of people here yes and they're gonna get paid you know the the biggest event from that was uh titus falling as he was running to the ring exactly yeah that and and then those you know horrific uh undertaker (laughs) kane against dx match was just like those they 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 felt like they were all just like let's bring back old stars and and there was a little yeah. bit of that yesterday with Trish, but again, different because you have a woman in it, and um, and she could work, you know. And she could exactly, yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of those some of those big Saudi matches were just like, man, they are going through the motions for the fat check, and it seems like this one and, and the last one when they, I mean, I think it was what October or something, that, you know, like those have been good shows, um, and then I think that's probably the Triple H influence of like, hey, we're we're not going to waste our time just going through the motions. Like if we're going to have this show, let's, let's make it a good show and an important show. Yeah. And I think it was, um, so you had the two women's title matches. I thought that the, so let's talk about Bianca Oscar first. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that that was very well done. 
Um, considering that this build has been like nothing to me. It was it was quick with the Oscar heel turn. Yeah, you know, and like it's tough for Oscar to be a heel. I feel like because she, you know, she's not going to cut the heel promo. She's not going to, you know, cut the promo where she rips on the fans and says that the home team city's, you know, home city's team, I should say, stinks. And, like, that's not who she is. She can speak a little English, but it's not great. Um, So I think there was still, like, a little bit, like, is she really a heel? Feels like she is, but is she? Um, But, yeah, I think it was was time for a change. Like, Bianca held that title for over a year. Um, You know, now she gets to be in that chase position and, like, all right, let's, let's see where we go with it. Well, and it also feels like if she was wanting it, this is how you get a break now. You know, she and true. Montez Ford true. have a TV show. There's, That's true. You know, Could take a little time off. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe you, when you bring her back, you, you, you know, evolve her character a little. I don't know that she may, maybe needs to be a heel, but she needs a, she needs a little bit more edge to her, I feel like. She needs yeah. to be a Becky Lynch type face. Rather than, and you were the one who said it, I give you all the credit, although I think you got it from a I, podcast. I or did. The Bianca Cena. Yeah. Like, it was dead on. It was dead on. Like, I saw her promo before this show, and it was like, oh my God, it's like John Cena circa 2007. Yeah. No, it became, it, it, it's become very predictable, which is why this match I thought was great, because it was the unpredictable thing like yes Asuka yes like you thought Asuka could hit could hit the mist and win and then she missed with right. the mist so you feel like Bianca's uh, gonna win again yeah. that's what she does she she outsmarted the heels she's gonna win again and then, and then yeah she 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 lost so yeah I think it was good like you you want to I mean as you said like sometimes you need title changes you don't want to do it too much you don't want title changes every pay-per-view because then it cheapens the titles but you know, you, you also don't want like every title to be held yeah, for a year I mean, plus. She's like, held for she's held for over a year. Gunther's held for a year well, over close, close to a year, if not over a year now. And, yeah. And then Roman's held for a thousand Roman, days and, yeah, and exactly. over a year on the other one. Now. It's like yeah. all right, like <laughs> so someone should change hands. We we can't exactly. just keep giving people Agreed. new Agreed. titles, can we? We're yes, not- <laughs> yes, yes. And I like that, you know, like, I mean, they, they bring back Rollins, obviously, now has one. But, you know, it's uh, a lot of heel champions right now. Both yeah. women's champs are now heels. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, the U.S. champ, the Intercontinental champ are heels. So, like, you know, and obviously Roman is, is the top heel in the company. So, like, they're they're leaning into the heel champion thing. And, you know, we'll see where it goes. I don't know if Asuka has a long run as a champ. Uh, who knows? Uh, but, you know, I, I like the... I like the move to give her that run, and again, you're right. Could could give Bianca a break, or you just you know use it as a way to like relaunch her character in a way, maybe both. Yeah, I think um, ultimately it was a very good match. Um, of the three women's matches, I liked it the best. I liked the storytelling the best. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think it's a pretty easy one to say which one was the was the worst, but yeah, although but that, that was sort of like by necessity, I feel like. And and I I kind of liked it for being I, you know like the I the match between Rhea 
and Natty yeah. was fine. It was a squash, and it was, you know. Oh, and that's the one I'm referring to when I say it's the worst. That is not the one you're referring to. No, it is. It is. It yeah, is. that's what I figured. Yes. Okay, okay. I yeah. thought I thought you thought I meant Becky and Trish. No. Now, Rhea and Natty was, was, the, was the worst, but, like, it kind of, I, I'm okay with it storyline-wise. Because they're really building Rhea as this, like, oh, she is a dominant heel. Well, you know? and, the, and, and, like, all right, that's what a dominant heel does. They squash. Well, and the other thing that I loved about it, other than it, it would be really nice if Natty could, like, win something big someday. I agree. Um, but the thing that I really loved about it was the end, where Dominic jumps into her <laughs> arms. <laughs> You know, yes, yes. like yeah. that is terrific. That's great. That's great booking. And, yes. you know, yes, it's so I really like that. Um, no, I, I agree. I mean, it was I guess I say the worst just because obviously it was a, you know, what, a 90 second squash. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, yeah. Natty got zero offense. Nat- Natty's um, walk down the ramp and giving the glasses to the kid was the longest part of the match. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was one in ring move. Uh, and that was the finisher. But again, for storyline, and then you know, okay, maybe you maybe you have you know her earn her way to a rematch. Like that was the one thing. Like you did, you just kind of granted her this match. One promo where she came out. Like maybe you do the whole now. Like okay, there's a there's a six woman tournament, and Natty wins it, and it's like all right, she's got a chance to redeem herself. Will she win? No. But maybe she gets a better match. Like they have a. They have a 10-minute back-and-forth where she gets some offense, and it's like, all right, well, she she proved why she is who she is. Yeah. No, absolutely. It would be great if Natty uh, could, could be more than just the last member of the Heart Dungeon. Yeah. You know? I feel like, you know, and you've talked about this guy, and I, I feel like this is an apt comparison. You can agree if you if you agree. I feel like Natty is is Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, like she's she's a she, you can have a good match with her, but her she's probably never going to get to the top of the of the rankings. And you know that's okay. You need those people, I guess. I mean, she the thing with Dolph is Dolph at least has gotten a belt every few years. He has. Like he not, has. He was the world the, champ for a short time. He was yeah. the world champ. They made him the NXT champ. That's I, true. You know, that's true. I just wish that they would do something, something, something. With Natty, get let her win money in the bank, even. Yeah, like yeah, it, I mean, and that's a that's an interesting thought, but you know, like a, a kind of a redemption angle. You know, she mm-hmm. wins it, and then does she? You know, does she go after Rhea again? Probably doesn't win. I think Rhea's going to hold that title for a while. Yeah, like I could I could see but that being a, could, at least next WrestleMania type of deal. Well, and um, they could always uh, if like let's if you want to fantasy book this out, you have her take the NXT or uh, have her win money in the bank. And then you have her just always around Rhea, always buzzing around Rhea. But then at a pay-per-view where Asuka retains her music hits, you have that guitar hit and then she comes out and, and pins Asuka. And it's just like, yeah, look, I still have a problem with Rhea, but I want to win. But I went where, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, yeah, I like that idea. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, again, for storyline purposes, it, it was what it was. 
I do wonder if in some ways did they shorten it during the show because other things were running long. I don't know, you know, but whenever a match is over that quick, you kind of left thinking like, uh, now that happens more with the TV shows because they have to fit it in a certain window, whereas pay-per-view, they can go as long as they want. But, uh, yeah, you know, it was, it was, it was what it was. Um, and then, you know, Becky and Trish, what'd you think? A, a good match. I guess this must mean Trish is sticking around. I think so. Because I think we're, the, the we're Zoe getting a Stark, series of matches probably with yeah. them. Well, and the Zoe Stark interference, it's like, okay, so now Trish is mentoring Zoe Stark. Yeah. So then you have them tagging, you have them, you know, breaking up. You have so you've got you've got yeah. Trish for a tag match pay per view and uh her versus Zoe Stark blow off pay per view, I guess. Should do that or or do you have like do you have Becky have a match with Zoe and then Becky gets Trish at SummerSlam. Like, I think we're getting Becky and Trish again, if not one time, you know, maybe two or three. Yeah. It was like, that's not, the, I mean, it was the exact way you go about, you know, having a, uh, a series because the heel gets the win, but in cheap fashion. So yeah. the face can play the aggrieved party and you can have another, but you could even, you know, play it out slow by having her face Zoe Stark at the next one. Um, you know, sort of a Roman solo poor man's version of this, like the, the vet and his, you know, enforcer, you, know, you could kind of do the same thing. Yeah. So I think it's good. I, I thought it was good. I didn't think it, it was, was a solid great, match. I mean, you know, but, like Chris, Chris can still hang in there. I mean, obviously she's not in the, you know, in the uh, same she's in her late shape as she was before, but, yeah. but you know, yeah, she, she was still good. And, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, it was, it was good. And uh, I, I mean, I enjoyed it for the, for the, she's playing the heel character. Well, like, you know, it's been a long time since we had heel Trish and she's good at that. And, and she's getting more comfortable. It feels like each week. Yeah. Like, you know, her promos are getting better. The first one was a little bit like, eh, okay, you know, but it seems like she's, she's getting back into rhythm. I agree. Um, a match that I thought was really well done was the IC title match. Yes, agreed. Mustafa Ali had me believing for a minute that they were going to let him actually, you know, beat Gunther and and go home as the champ. <laughs> no, I, so I, I can't say I ever actually bought that he would win. Uh, but, uh, you know, it was, it was the classic, like what you want from a match like that, where the, you know, the underdog gets a little bit of momentum and a little bit of like the well, crowd until gets behind him. There was a split second where I thought he had a chance. And then Michael Cole did the kiss of death <laughs> where he said, Ali, you can see he believes in himself. It's like, that's, <laughs> that's not it. That's, he's that's not, not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Honestly, like, and maybe there isn't one. Like, I don't know that there is a strategy right now for who beats Gunther for that title. He's so dominant uh, that it feels like the only people who would really, like, be deserving to beat him are, are people in the world title picture. Rollins, Reigns, someone like that. Uh, you know, the, there's no one right now on the radar that feels like it makes sense to take that title off him. I mean, I feel like where you can go is you rebuild Sheamus. 
Yeah, yeah, you could go down that road. And you basically say, like, I had you pinned until Drew knocked me out of the way. I had you pinned. Yeah, that's a a good good thought, and and that's the one title he hasn't had, too, so you go back to that storyline if you wanted to, of, like, he's chasing that belt, and... They've had great, I mean, they had a great match over in, in Scotland last year or whatever, Wales, yeah. I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and then the WrestleMania triple threat was great. So, yeah, that, I mean, that's a that's a logical one because, yeah, it feels like the, like the up-and-comers right now, like nobody's believable that they're really going to be Gunther. Um, and, no. and then you've got your, you know, your top main event guys. And it's like, well, you, you don't necessarily want to use them, like, that belt is doing exactly what it's supposed to do, which is elevate a guy from, you know, second tier on the way up to first tier. That's what it's supposed to do, and that's what it's doing right now. Yeah, and I think, I, I agree. I think that the other thing that they're doing in this, you know, Triple H regime is they've refocused the U.S. title and the IC title into... Yes a prize worth competing for. It, totally. It, it's, you know, we don't, like, Mustafa Ali is not in the 24-7, I mean, I know that title's gone, but he's, you know, I, no, the, I get you. the jobber title. It's it's not a jobber title. Like, if he right. had won, right. that would have been big. The fact that he was competitive is important. Totally, totally yeah. agreed. And, and, I mean, like, I say that the title is elevating Gunther. I got to say, like, he's also elevating the title. He's yeah. made that title feel important. His, you know, his two minions that introduce him and the, the entrance song and like everything feels big when he's on screen. He's not a great talker, but he's a pretty good talker for, for being, you know, not a, a, a natural English speaker, I don't think. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, he's really evolved and, and just like an old school heel, too. He's not a heel who relishes the fans wanting, like, no, he wants the fans to hate him. And even when they show a hint of liking him, he's going to do something to make you hate him. Well, and he's very, like, it's perfect heel booking is that he has too much respect for wrestling. Right. To put up with your nonsense. Whoever you are, good guy. I saw they did that, you know, they did like a quote-unquote press conference on, on Friday. It wasn't really a press conference. It was a fan event. But, you know, he comes out. And they talk about how long he's had the title and the fans start chanting, you deserve it. And instead of like leaning into that, he says, what I deserve or don't deserve is none of your business. Like that's, that's old school heel. Like I don't, I don't need your adulation. I don't need your validation. I am that good and go away. Yeah. No. And and so I thought that was a surprisingly good match. Um, Yes, I agree. I agree. But the right winner, I feel like. Oh yeah. Like it, you know, keep the title on him for for a while. I'm good with that. I think he's he is doing exactly what should be done there. The U.S. title with Theory seems to be kind of losing a little bit of momentum. Maybe they could change that, but the Intercontinental title feels huge right now because it's on him. Yeah, I mean the if the U.S. title feels like something someone in Judgment Day should be going for. Yeah, it yeah, feels like which, either Priest or Dominic. Maybe that could be the thing where Dominic decides maybe? like, hey. This is mine, you know. Yeah, she's the women's him, champ, apparently. and she I mean, and I are gonna hold belts together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I've read that the you know the behind the scenes folks are are impressed by him and they're high on his future, and uh, you know, like now you need to almost do it in like a, a multi man match because Theory's a heel too. 
Um, yeah. You know, so you do a, a four way or something, or you you know whatever. But what? Well, that, yeah, I, that's a good idea. That, by the way, is how you get Gunther into the world title picture. Is he? That's true. Is there's a triple threat match where he loses, but he's not pinned. He's not actually pinned. I, yeah, you know that's, that's true too. Yeah, you yeah. Get, which yeah. now that he's on Raw, you could, you know, down the road, not soon, but maybe by Royal Rumble time, maybe he's a, a challenger for Rollins. Yeah. You keep that belt on him, you know, maybe that's a WrestleMania title match, those two. Maybe he wins Royal Rumble after coming so close last time. And and him winning, or, you know, going coast-to-coast, not winning, but going coast-to-coast in the Rumble did a lot of good for the IC title, to your point. Like, totally. Agreed. You know. Agreed. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, it was it was a solid solid match, and uh, yeah, well done. I mean, he's he's good. He really is. Like, you know, you don't like him, but yet you want to see him. I get yeah. you know he's he's kind of a little bit what Reigns is right now. You want to you want to see him. You want to see him get beat, but you want to see him. You're not you're not booing him because you're unhappy he's on screen. Yeah, he puts on a good match pretty much he every does. time. For a, for a big dude too, and a guy who kind of used to be a little flabby, I mean he's he's gotten himself in a lot better shape. Yeah. Um. The match that I was sort of meh on was Brock Cody. Yeah, I, 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 and maybe I I'm like wrong. Was... Maybe that's an unfair critique, but it's like, okay, he's picking on the arm. Okay, Cody realizes yeah. that it's titanium. He puts him in a chokehold that lasts forever, but somehow he gets out. Right. Then he puts him in the same chokehold to win? Like, okay, I guess. I, I feel like it was more for storyline advancement than an actual, like, it was a match. It was a decent match. I mean, they, you know, Cody had his moments, but to me it was more of a, okay, Cody got the got the sort of, not fluky, but sort of like, you know, Roll up, fluky type win. Then Brock, you know, cheats by beating him up backstage, breaking his arm. You know, I put that in. Also, in very a, clear, a, sarcastic quotes. A titanium cast. Exactly, exactly. You know, uh, so Brock gets the advantage. Cody doesn't tap out, but he still loses. And now you're gonna have the blow off match. I'm assuming maybe SummerSlam, but maybe Money in the Bank. You do it. Um, you know, where where Cody, I assume, wins the feud. I mean, I feel like this has this has existed to take Cody out of the title picture, but keep him in the main event realm, you know, and give him a give him a big feud win on the way to presumably facing Reigns again. I think. Yeah. I mean, I guess we don't know that, but feels like that's the long term plan. So I, I think he does, but but yeah, I mean, like, is Lesnar going to keep being on every pay per view? Like, this was five pay per views in a row for Lesnar. That's unheard of. Yeah. I. Where do you think Money in the Bank goes? As far as like story direction. Well, like who even is in it? Like. So I, I I read you know a rumored list included Cody. Yeah. And maybe that makes sense. Like, like does Lesnar disappear for a bit, and then maybe do a you know sort of the same thing he did in the in the world title qualifier, like he shows up to cost Cody money in the bank, therefore giving us another reason to care about the two of them, go, you know, um, maybe. 
I don't know. I mean, like, or do you use that to elevate? I mean, a guy who is getting a lot of fan love, he's a heel, but the fans love him, is L.A. Knight. Yeah. Like, is that a is that a moment for him to feels like that would be a quick jump in some ways like he hasn't had a he hasn't had a big time feud that he's won he had the feud with with Wyatt which was good but he clearly lost it you know and like yeah. feel like you need a little something before you go that way but uh, who knows maybe you do that I, I I'm curious which way they go like is it a match that's filled with your Alpha Academy Dolph Ziggler guys and then yeah, like an obvious winner yeah. or is it going to be like montez ford cody la knight you know uh, and that I, I mean i'm intrigued by that group yeah priest would would be good i mean i think i think montez ford makes a lot of sense uh you know they put him in the elimination chamber he he showed very well in that like maybe you just you don't do the heel turn for, to break up that team you just kind of have them go their separate ways. You know, they start their own singles runs, whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, or you do New Day style, and he's just there with him, but he supports you, him. And yeah, you know. yeah, you could. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it'll be interesting to see kind of where that goes. Do you put it on Cody? Do you give Cody the money in the bank and have him hold it for a while, and he uses that to challenge Reigns at WrestleMania? You know, rather than do the cash in thing, he does the. And so then the winner of the Rumble faces Seth. I faces guess? Rollins, maybe. Yeah, I, I feel like you, I mean I, you could do it, but like, do you want Cody to win Rumble again and face Ray? Like it's like, well, didn't we do this? Oh, he, I he wins don't the Rumble, want he that. Challenges Reigns. Like we, we already saw this. See, I, I'm wondering. And look, maybe Cody has it in his contract that he has to get the title. Yeah. But I'm wondering if, like, did the sale and Vince being back kind of nominally in charge, did he just say, like, this guy's not winning? This guy know. left and he's I not winning? Know. That's a good question. And and it's possible. Yeah, like, I mean. He came back. He's now out of the – he lost to Roman at Mania. He's dealing with Brock, but he lost this match to Brock. He did. You know, so we're not going to get right. them back I still together feel at SummerSlam. Like it's a long-term play. Like you, you can't have him and Reigns be at each other's throat for twelve months. <laughs> Otherwise, it's like, okay, what are we? So you, you take him out of the picture a bit, and that's that's why it's some like it kind of that defeats my argument to have him win Money in the Bank. It's like, well, does he does he just hold on to it for seven months before he decides to cash in? You know, after Royal Rumble and set up WrestleMania. I mean, you could, but. It also feels like a heel winning money in the bank always works better because then you get the opportunistic, oh, my, he's going to show up anytime. You know, a face doing it is a little bit more like, well, you know, you're supposed to, you're yeah, not supposed to take advantage of the moment. You're supposed to be the, the brave good guy. Yeah. I mean, unless you're going to do the Liv Morgan style where literally at right. the end of the pay-per-view, you cash in. You do it right away. Exactly. Yeah. Which I don't think they will because... I mean, that's, and that, you know, makes it tough to say who's going to win because you're not taking the belt off reins anytime soon. I think it's pretty clear we're looking at next WrestleMania, not SummerSlam. There's, there's no momentum right now to take that title off of him at SummerSlam. That could change, but there's only two months now. And it just doesn't feel like it's going to happen. And are you taking the title off Rollins that quick? Probably not. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know where you go with it. I'm wondering. 
So here would be my pitch that I've just put together. You have Solo win Money in the Bank. And then it becomes this whole thing of like, he's just at ringside because he might cash in. Yeah. Or, or you know, but he's, but he's never indicated he's going to turn on Roman, but he's always with Roman and he always has the briefcase. And he's a threat. Yeah. Yeah. Roman gets paranoid. Yeah. And his, and and you lean into he's Jimmy and Jay's brother and they're talking to him. They're in his ear. That's a good thought. I'm, I'm intrigued by that, honestly, because I feel like where they're going with this blood, and we haven't talked about the main event. Well, let's yet, talk about it. What happened? Okay, okay, let's talk about it. Then we'll get back to this. So, Sammy and KO come out. Crowd's totally in their camp. Um, there is your spearing of a referee. <laughs> Yep, yep. Uh, Traditional Reigns match spot. Yeah, Sammy almost hits the ref, turns around to see Reigns, dives out of the way, ref is taken out. Yes, yes. And then out of nowhere, from the stands, the Usos come, they take out uh, KO right away, I believe. Yeah, And then they're in the ring, they, you know, alternate super kicks to Sammy, Yep. Solo's in there. You're thinking it's going to be a spike. The Usos go for the, you know, the double I, super, the kick, double super Sammy. kick. Sammy gets out of the way. Solo is now taken out. He's done. Yep. You're not going to wake that guy up from a double super kick. Not for a bit, at least, yes. Roman is furious and shoves uh, both brothers. In, in an effort to keep the peace, I believe it was Jay touches Roman's arm and says, calm down. Right. And Roman turns and looks at him and said, did you touch me? Why are you touching me? Right, and right. He, and, you know, Jay keeps talking to him and talking to him. And finally, Jimmy just super kicks him into it next week. It was great. It was great. It was <laughs> the moment that we've been waiting for for one of them. And I still think we're waiting for the moment with Jay, which we'll talk about. But, yes, one of them finally snaps and takes out Roman. And Jimmy starts yelling at Jay, I did what you should have done a long time ago. It was great. Which is very Dark Knight, Zeus Little. Call uh, back to two years ago when when Jay is getting abused by Roman. Uh, I mean, they've played it. And Jay's reaction, and I'm sure you noticed, like so similar to how he reacted to when Sammy hit him with the chair. Same yeah. sort of emotion, same sort of like, I can't believe you did that. What do I do? Uh, like it, it was fantastic. And, and then, you know, they leave. They get out of there. Yeah. You get the one, but two. With Jay kind of like, Jay is he has totally to be, with Jimmy? Jay has Not to sure. be coaxed into leaving. Yes. He, he had to be dragged along. He, he seemed like mortified by what happened. Like, yeah, and, Jim, was, and know, Jimmy's arguing, like, you know, where is he? Jimmy's arguing, we're the ones. We don't right. need him. It's right. about us. We're brothers. Right. And it was kind of like, okay, is he really on board with that? Maybe. But it, you know, feels like we're still building to that Jay snaps and just beats the tar out of Roman. And we weren't going to get that then. Maybe we'll get it on Friday, but but more likely it's going to it's going to be a bit. I feel like we're going to get a few more weeks of this like 
where is Jay's mindset? Is he with Jimmy? Is he still with Roman, even though Roman has treated him like crap? And, and eventually we're going to get that moment where he just snaps and, you know, takes Roman out and gets that triumphant five minute just butt kicking. Yeah. And it's. They've done a very good job with this storyline to keep it fresh, but also hearkening back to things from before. Very much. Sammy coming in and out, and do we trust him? Do we not trust him? You know, Solo's here now. He's the enforcer. Uh, Right. You know, this all started because, you know, Roman's head of the table. We're challenging for head of the table. Are, you know, are we even you know, going to be able to get through this. Yes. I acknowledge you now. Right. You know, right. Okay. Everyone, yeah, everyone head of the table run started with the random match with Jay, which was really good. And then the series of matches where like, you know, Oh, you know, Jay has the guts to stand up to Roman. What do you do? You know, I, I mean, it, and I don't know if they attended it all that, all those many, many months ago, probably not, but man, they are, they are riding it well. And, and so now here we are, you know, full circle again. Yeah. You know, where Roman's still a champ. Yeah. But there's dissension in the family over there how is. much do we want to put up with Roman. And, 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 he's, and he's lost a match of consequence for the first time. He didn't get pinned, but, you know, the tag titles were on the line. He didn't win. Like, you know, the first time he's actually lost to something on the line since he came back in 2020. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's going to be, uh, be interesting. And you know, one thing it'll probably be is somewhat slow moving. This storyline has been deliberate and sometimes frustratingly. So where it's like, Oh my gosh, do something. Well, and you have to work around. It really pays off. You have to work around Roman, you know, like you do, you know, your thing about, well, will he get his comeuppance on Friday? It's like, I suppose he could be at the Friday SmackDown, but then we won't see him for a while. So so I don't think he'll get his comeuppance now because he's not going to take a beating and then go home. No, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, you know, do we, do we get a, and that's the thing I don't, I mean, I don't know. That's what makes it fun. Like, do we get a tag match between the Usos and Roman and solo? Or do we get a, you know, Jimmy versus Roman and Jay undecided on who he's with? Uh, you know, I, I feel, and this is where I was going with your, with your idea about solo winning money in the bank. Like, I think the long-term play is by WrestleMania next year, everybody has turned on Roman. He's all alone. Like slowly, but surely we've already seen Jimmy do it. We've seen Sammy do it. We see Jay turn and then we get the solo turn maybe at the end of the year around Royal Rumble, something like that. And, and then when Roman has to defend the title at WrestleMania, it's now he's got to do it on his own. He doesn't have any support like he had last year. Yeah. Fatal four-way with just the family. You could, you could. I mean, it almost feels like, like they're going to minimize Roman's title defenses between now and Royal Rumble WrestleMania time. Like the fact that they didn't put him in a title, you know, his own titles match. And I can see like, do you have, do you do another tag match with against the Usos? Do you have him face Jimmy, but no titles on the line? Because he says, you know, you're not worthy of my titles. 
you know, you know, yeah. you're not even, you're not even at my level, well, you know, like you, you draw you, it out. And you can also do this whole thing of like, is Jay going to turn? Okay. Well, right. he and Solo are at ringside and Solo, you know, Roman says Solo against Jimmy and Jay comes to the ring and you're like wondering which way he's going to go. Yeah, and that's, then, a good, that's a good thought, too. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, could have a solo Jimmy first, yeah. And Roman's like, look, I I don't need to prove anything to you. You can deal with right. your, your younger brother who has more yeah. talent than you, who's got a bit brighter future than you, who, you know, yeah. and just lay yeah. all that out there. You know? And then eventually I feel like you have solo turn, too, because he sees, you know, like, you're all about yourself. Uh, you know, you, I've, I've watched you abuse my brothers. I'm done with you too, you know, like, but, but I feel like it's going to be slow. It's going to be little by little that by the time we get to WrestleMania season, then it's, you know, his whole stable is gone. And can he beat, if you, again, if you go with the Cody rematch, can he beat Cody straight up? Cause he had all kinds of help last year at WrestleMania. And this year that help is totally gone. Yeah. When I, it's interesting, right? Because like you could see a a way where Heyman plays a role in this too, where like yeah. Roman keeps trusting him, and he keeps sort of pushing Solo, telling yeah. him to do this. Where were you? Why aren't you helping? Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's the beauty of this story. And again, sometimes I felt like it's moving too slow. There have been a lot of weeks I've watched SmackDown, and it's like, ugh, nothing really happened. When are we going to get some payoff? But, man, when they do it, like at Royal Rumble and then yesterday, it makes it all worth it. And you're like, yep, yep, you did, you know, you knew better than me. You took your time, and it really felt like we earned that moment yesterday when Jimmy hit him with the two super kicks. Like, it was like, yes, we needed that. We need, And then we need that moment where Jay does it, too. I have to wait a bit, but we, we need to see that. We need to see him have his moment. Yeah. And and I think having Solo involved is nice because it's like, at some point, he's going to get put in a position to spike his brother. Exactly. One or the other and of will them. He, will he do it? And yeah, is Solo just just like a, a, you know, a robot for Reigns to, you know, dominate? Or does he eventually, and I think he will, you know, he stands up to Reigns too, and is like, you know, no more. I'm, I'm going to do this on my own. I'm going to have my brothers back. I'm tired of your crap. Yeah. But again, I think it's going to be slow moving. Uh, you know, like I, I think the expectation, if it's like, oh, the Usos have turned on Roman, like, I'm not sure they have. I get the feeling we're going to have a few weeks, maybe even a month plus of like, whose side is Jay on? Can he really go against Roman? Uh, mm-hmm. A good touch yesterday. I don't know if you picked up on it. I didn't at first, but then I saw stuff on Twitter about it, so I went back and watched it. Jay calling him Joe. After he hit the super kicks, Jay was saying something about he was yelling out Joe rather than calling him Roman. Oh, like, I did not see that. That's a good touch. That is. I didn't notice that at all. I didn't hear it at all in, uh, in real time. But yeah, when he was like looking down at him on the side of the ring, and he, you know, and then you could hear him as they're walking away, he says, Joe. So it's like, you know, you, you really start to get into the, like, and again, I totally realize this is not real. If anybody's listening to this and thinking, good God, do these guys think this is real? No, it's entertainment. It's a TV show. 
but you start to blur the lines of like, oh my God, these guys are really related. Yeah. And, and you know, what do they really feel about each other? Yeah. And it's the, you know, the thing like, your cousin is bullying you and yes. has been for a couple years. <laughs> exactly. And he's yeah. manipulating you and he, he like builds you up when it's the time to, but then he tears you down. And now Jimmy, who was the last one to remember it was Jay first because Jimmy was hurt. Yeah. And then Jimmy came back and he kind of pushed back, but then he, you know, he acquiesced. He joined the, he joined the group. He did what was right for the group. Now he's pushed back. So now we're back on this, like, all right, Jay, you know, when are you going to realize that, that Jimmy's right, that Sammy's right? Mm-hmm. It's going to happen, but I, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it all happened yesterday. I think we're, we're due for some, for some Jay drama, which to his credit, he's a good actor. Oh yeah. He really is. Like, I, I mean, he, he pulls it off with the emotions. For sure. It was, it was a very good premium live event. It was, it was. And again, they, you know, like, I feel like there's a little lull after WrestleMania TV-wise, but they have they have not disappointed with pay-per-view so far this year. Like, they, you know, they've delivered, and now we get, you know, big Money in the Bank show in, in London, SummerSlam right after that. So, you know, feels like the momentum should only continue for at least the next couple. Yeah. Interesting. Three straight pay-per-views not uh, in the continental USA. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, nothing between WrestleMania and SummerSlam. Puerto Rico, Saudi, and, and London. Yeah, and apparently that's that's kind of on the radar, I think, to do more and more of that, which, uh, I mean, look, I uh, you know, if I wanted to attend the shows, I wouldn't love it, but they have been good crowds. That London crowd will be really good because they don't get exposed to it much. Mm-hmm. So when you give them a show, like, once a year, like, they're going to they're gonna give you their best effort. Yeah. Well, look, we'll be back to figure out uh, who came out of the Eastern Conference and what happens with the bloodline, plus some other That's right. stuff. Uh, That's right. And one one quick ASU note, we'll hope that maybe the next time we talk, we got a little baseball tournament to talk about. We'll find out tomorrow. Yeah. We'll Squarely see. on the bubble, just like basketball. We'll see if they, uh, if they if the coin flip goes their way tomorrow morning. Yeah, hopefully. But until next time, he's Matt. I'm Ben. It's the Ben Matt Sportscast.